Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure someone born in the united states is not more special than someone born in mexico someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black they're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience brutes have risen to power but they lie they do not fulfill that promise they never will dictators free themselves but they enslave the people war is peace Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envy.
his eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world. Maybe you're listening in the free show archive on the website through many of the podcast and radio players or the advertisement-free archive on the website at thesecretteachings.info. We welcome you to the broadcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening to The Secret Teachings. If this is your first time, I think you're in for a treat. If it's your 100th or 1,000th episode, thank you for staying with us over all of these years. And today is a very special day. It is February 22nd into February 23rd of 2022. February 22nd, 2022, the number 222222. The Pluto alignment with the United States. Pluto is conjunct to the United States for the first time since July 4th of 1776. And when you take to a calculator, go ahead and do it. Get out your phone. Get out a calculator. Go to the calculator and type this in. Two times two, we know that equals four. Times two, we know that equals eight. And then times 222 gives you 1776. Pretty interesting, right? Pluto is conjunct to the United States for the first time since July 4th, 1776, and 2 times 2 times 2 times 222 gives you 1776. Of course, you could just continue to multiply the 2s, and you won't get 1776. You'd get 16 times 2, 32 times 2, you get 64, but still interesting. And of course, today is 2's day. 2's day. Now, for some people, this has no purpose or no meaning, doesn't matter at all. For other people, it's all that matters. I've seen memes on the internet, I've seen people say that this is an important day because it signifies planetary alignments that give me energy and power to restart fresh and new. I mean, every day is an opportunity to start fresh and new, but if you believe it, more intensely on 2-2-2-2022, maybe there's more power in it. Tuesday, of course, is named after the god of war. Tuesday, tear, 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 the god of war, or Mars, the god of war. It's interesting because what I call positive porn. I'm not talking about internet porn. I'm talking about positive porn. 
I've seen a lot of this in the last couple of weeks. I've seen it about the Super Bowl. I've seen it about the Ukraine. I've seen it about Canada. Positive porn. This is what I'm calling positive porn. Everything is, there's no Illuminati ritual at the halftime show of the Super Bowl. It's all positive. Everything's back to normal. The truckers in Canada, yes, have been brutalized. They've had their bank accounts confiscated or their assets frozen. They've had their animals taken, their kids taken. They've been arrested. And average Canadians also just for supporting them. But this is a good thing. It's a good thing because the authoritarians are showing us who they really are. Granted, I could play with that idea, but the bottom line is, as far as I'm concerned, Canada's gone. And I feel very, very bad. Like there's a pit in my stomach for all of my Canadian listeners and all the people just in general that live in Canada. I'm really sincerely sorry and not in a Christian sense, but believe me, I'm, I'm praying for you. We're going to talk about Canada tomorrow night, but that's not a positive thing. And a lot of this circulates on the internet because, you know, David Icke was on Alex Jones. And since David Icke went on Alex Jones, David Icke pointed out, and, and it's true, yes, they're showing you how brutal they are. And they're showing you who they really are, the police, the state. But that's not a positive thing necessarily. My friend Jack called me, or actually I called him last night because he'd been calling me and I haven't been able to talk since my throat's been swollen. And I talked to him about this last night and I said, Jack, I don't think that's a positive thing. I think it shows how, actually the opposite, I think it's a negative thing. It shows how no matter how, no matter how peaceful you demonstrate, they just shut down the feeds, take your money, take your assets, trample you, and put you in jail. Because you don't live in a free state to begin with. And that's, I think, the point that David Icke was getting at in that Alex Jones interview. Yeah, I watched it. I like David Icke. I listened to Alex Jones at least two or three times a week. I don't listen to the whole show, but I, you know, it's entertainment in the background. I, I, I tend to like Alex Jones. So I know that a lot of that positive porn comes from stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with thinking positively, but, but here's the thing. Pluto is conjunct to the United States for the first time since 1776, July 4th. Two times two times two times 222, if you don't continue to multiply the twos, gives you 1776 on a Tuesday. The problem is, on Tuesday... We have the day of Tyr, which is the Roman Mars, the god of war. That indicates that we have, based on Pluto's symbolism, Pluto represents destruction and rebirth, we have the rebirth of, and what is today? Tuesday, the rebirth of a war god, On this American anniversary, on this U.S. anniversary date, 1776, and Pluto now returning today, February 22nd, 2022, on the day of the God of War, and we have major conflict brewing in the Ukraine with Russia, 
And obviously, the only reason the West doesn't like Russia is because they're not they're not communists anymore. And Putin gave a speech yesterday, which was probably one of the most honest things I've ever heard a world leader say. He broke down the Soviet Union and Communist Party and, you know, the 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 what land belonged to whom. And it's a really good speech by uh, by Putin. And again, you know, I have to sit here and I have to say, I don't think Russia is the greatest place in the world. I don't think Putin's the greatest leader. But I listened to that speech and it, it made a lot of sense. So you have war brewing there. You have total destruction of what it means to be a Canadian or what it means to be a human, for that matter, in Canada. These are signs of a destroyed, a decaying, a breakdown in social, cultural, etc., 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 norms. This is the demolition of human society and civilization so that a new world can be built back better on the ashes of the old through the Great Reset. So I'm not so happy and positive. Listen, I know astrology. I know astronomy, okay? I'm not an astrologist. I'm not going to be able to rattle numbers off to you. I don't have astrology programs. Okay, but I know the archetypes. I know the gods. I know the goddesses. I know the myths. I specialize in this here on The Secret Teachings. Yes, Pluto is a god of destruction. Destruction brings rebirth. But rebirth into what? What exactly are we going to be rebirthed into? A new order? Because that's not an order that I want to be a part of, where I can't transact the way I want to transact. I can't go get a cup of coffee. Personally, I don't drink coffee, but I can't go get a cup of coffee. I can't go get a, a beer at the bar. Personally, I don't drink beer, but I can't go get a beer at the bar. I can't go to a sporting event. I can't do anything unless I have a stamp of approval from some psychotic government authority or some psychotic private corporation that wants to track my every move or some psychotic foreign government that's infiltrated my government that wants to track my every move, that wants to use me as an experimental guinea pig. To me, that's not positive at all. And I told you last week, the rap gods have spoken. The rap gods of the underworld, what was that about? That's also about rebirth. Rebirth and resurrection, Mesoamerica, Egypt, the rap gods. Remember I told you about Dr. Dre is the goat, the greatest of all time, as the spider controlling all of the others in the web. He is the goat god, Azazel, or the demon Azazel, and Eminem, and uh, Kendrick Lamar, the butterfly and the alter ego. These are all symbols of the underworld, and of course, Mary J. Blige was the goddess. What What do these symbols represent? 50 Cent in that halfway place between the above and the below, Mount Olympus and hell on earth. What does it all represent? What does soup dog represent? The dog and the underworld, Anubis. These are symbols of rebirth and resurrection. That is what Pluto represents. So it's aligned with the Super Bowl halftime show, the commercials and the game itself, the tiger slash lion and the ram, goat, Bauer, Buer, Sagittarius, ruled by Jupiter, Zeus on Mount Olympus. Pluto returns being conjunct with the United States for the first time since July 4th, 1776 in the 222 
222 multiplied equals 1776. I mean, this is this is interesting to say the least because it indicates that this astronomical alignment actually has some symbolic connection to the halftime show of the Super Bowl and to that enormous ritual. And then if you follow it through and you go back into the history of the Pluto return, the first Pluto return that we have is the fall of the Severan dynasty, which ended at 235 CE, a Roman imperial dynasty that ruled the Roman Empire between 193 and 235 during the Roman imperial period. And then the second Pluto returns is somewhere between 461-467 CE, which is at the end of the Roman Empire, the fall, the sacking and the fall of the Roman Empire. So what does that tell us? What does that mean? That means that we have the fall of an empire, destruction, and then we have rebirth into a new world. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't positive porn or fear porn. This is the nature of what we are witnessing from Canada to eastern Ukraine. We are watching the fall of an empire. But it's not the fall of some new world order. It's the fall of a free and open society. It's the fall of even the perception of a free and open society. And it's the replacement of that free and open society with an authoritarian Call it communist if you want. I'll use that term. An authoritarian, communist, fascist, jackbooted, puke-faced Gestapo, to take a line from William Cooper, that are going to run every aspect of your life to the point where they'll be running your life without you even knowing that they're running your life. Tracking, monitoring, cataloging everything you do and say, using you as a guinea pig to experiment with whatever they want to experiment, preventing you from even supporting your neighbors or your friends. You agree with what they have to say? Well, the government's going to take your take your property. They're going to take your, your bank account now. That'll be slower in the United States to get to this point. But see, here's, here's the thing. Pluto returns. People are going to be talking all day today and all night tonight on late night radio. This is such a positive, positive, positive thing. It's so wonderful. It's so beautiful. And yes, it is. Like It symbolizes all these things, but I think we're missing a point here. I think we're missing the point. The fall of an empire. This is the fall of human civilization. This is the build back better of Klaus Schwab, the Davos School, the young leaders, Justin Trudeau, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is the build back better of socialist into communist China. The three red banners, build a better socialist state. You know the three red banners that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris use for their campaign logo? This is the three red banners. All the opposition to it is just Operation Trust of the Soviet Union or Trust the Plan of Q or the 100 Flowers campaign of communist China and Mao Zedong. It's basically finding the counter-revolutionaries, people who disagree, having them identify themselves, and then moving in to eliminate them. 
That's what the trucker convoy was used for. It's what it's currently being used for. It's what it's going to be used for here in the United States, too. Because we have a trucker convoy going to Washington, D.C., supposedly, apparently. What do you think all this is going to be used for? You think it's going to be used to, oh, Pluto is returning and this is a good thing. No, 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 no. The fall of an empire, it's not the fall of the new world order. It's the rise of the new world order, to use those terms. This isn't the fall of, of, the, of the Roman Empire 2.0. This is the fall of life as you know it. That's the destruction. And the rebirth isn't into another, another dimension, a beautiful world where everything is fixed and nobody tries to force you to do anything against your will. It's the opposite. It's rebirth into a totally and absolutely controlled socialist, communist, global governing system with China as the blueprint and model for the rest of the world. It fulfills for one reason or another, prophecy. And it fulfills the wishes of Henry Kissinger, David Rockefeller, Bill Gates, Trudeau's daddy, Joseph Stalin, and all the other tyrants and would-be tyrants who have held power no matter how long at any point throughout human history. So yes, Pluto conjuncts to the United States for the first time since July 4th, 1776. And 2 times 2 times 2 times 222 equals 1776. It's a 248-year return of Pluto. Pluto represents destruction and rebirth. We go back into history. The fall of the Severan dynasty on the first Pluto returns. The second is the fall of the Roman Empire. These are all positive signs. The world is going to change and get better on a Tuesday. It's 2, 2, 2, 2, 0, 2, 2 on a Tuesday. The only problem is you forgot Tuesday's named after the god of war. What's occurring in the Ukraine right now and in Canada for that matter and around the rest of the world? Both civil conflict and what could amount to, in the history book, the starting days of World War III or World War IV, define it how you'd like. We have war effectively beginning on the day of war during a very rare astrological and astronomical alignment which feeds power into those symbols of resurrection, rebirth, or death, resurrection, rebirth, which are the same symbols that we saw at the halftime show of the Super Bowl and throughout the entire set of commercials and the game itself, all those symbols, we broke it down here on The Secret Teachings first last week and on Ground Zero before The Secret Teachings with Clyde Lewis. All of that energy is pumped into these symbols and sigils. And then those libations are poured out. And in pouring those libations out to a fallen dynasty like the Empire of Rome, fallen empire like the Empire of Rome, Fallen dynasties, falling, you know, kings and queens and emperors and empresses and priests and priestesses. The fall is the fall of man and it's recycling. It's the fall of free society and the rebirth of an authoritarian, totalitarian, communist nightmare. That's February 22nd, 2022. 
part of the way this has been done is to turn people against their own families, against their own friends, against their own communities. Because your family and friends don't support one or another social causes, so they must be racists and bigots. You didn't ask them what they actually believe. They just have an R next to their voting name and uh, their voting record, and that makes them a racist, right? R stands for racist. It doesn't stand for Republican. Because your friends or family decide they, they don't want to cover their face with a piece of useless cloth, well, you already know who they are. They're the ones spreading the disease. So we separate people. We segregate people based on vaccine status and whether they'll wear a mask or not and what their stance is on Black Lives Matter, right? It's all behavioral psychology. It's all psychology. It's all social engineering. A lot of it comes from Cloud and Piven, the infiltration of the school system by the Soviet Union and the Communist Party. That's why they hate Russia now, because Russia isn't communist anymore. They're coming out of their communist hellhole. This is what's being rebirthed. And it's done through these means and these methods, the simple and classic divide and conquer. A divide and conquer strategy, which is tested over and over again throughout history and accomplishes the ends that those employ it intend to accomplish. Part of this includes convincing men that they're not men, convincing women that they're not women, allowing men to beat women in the name of equality, and calling it transgenderism. One in five adults now identify as LGBTQ and Gen Z. We've got people that identify as they, them, sleeping with five-year-old girls in California. We've got the head of Meta, Facebook's global community development, being fired or terminated or quitting because of his interest in a 13-year-old boy having graphic and inappropriate communications. And Jeffrey Epstein's French model agent, Jean-Luc Brunel, also hanged himself in a jail cell. And we know what they were doing with those kids. Epstein, Maxwell, and the rest of them. This is how you take down an empire. This is how you dismantle society. It was done during the Weimar Republic of Germany in the 1920s. It's being done now all over the world. It's called cultural Marxism. Tear it down and build it back better. 2-2-2-2022. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Stay with us. It's The Secret Teachings Radio, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, exclusively airing on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform, from Apple to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available is The Secret Teachings Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the name and start listening today for free. But if you want to avoid those annoying ads, head on over to thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to the ad-free archive. It's got old shows, new shows, and you can also download Ryan's digital books. Subscribe today. What are you waiting for? The end of the world? 
If you enjoyed the secret teachings and want to hold years of my research in your hands, visit our website and grab physical and digital copies of my books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, theology, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. And food philosophy might just change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Remember, shipping is always included with the books. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and get your copy today. The Secret Teachings is now on Gab and Getter. Search Ryan Gable on both to find the show or stick with The Secret Teachings in the Metaverse. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. Do you have everything you need to explore The Secret Teachings? I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel. Looks like SpongeBob's ready. Are you? Hey, this is Charlie Robinson, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is David Icke from davidike.com, author of The Phantom Self and The Perception Deception, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. So that whole 2-2-2-2022 thing might not be as positive as some want you to believe or some are suggesting. I'm not saying it is or isn't. I'm just saying that Pluto is conjunct with the U.S. for the first time since July 4th, 1776. You multiply 2 times 2 times 2 times 222, you get 1776. You could multiply 222 and then 222 again. You wouldn't get 1776, but... The 248-year return of Pluto. Pluto represents destruction and rebirth, of course. Pluto returning for the first and second time led to the fall of the Severan dynasty, an imperial Roman dynasty, and then also the fall of the Roman Empire. So with 1776 as a sigil and the fall of the empire, the British Empire, the case of 1776, Sounds like a positive thing, right? The only thing that makes me think it's not positive is it's on a Tuesday, right? People keep pointing it out. February 22nd, 2022, it's a Tuesday. 2 2 2 2022 on a Tuesday. 
Well, Tuesday is named after Mars. It's named after Tyr, the Norse god of war. And I can't help but think that there is Russian activity in the Ukraine, what amounts to, the media will call it an invasion, but what amounts to troop movement into the Ukraine to prevent the Ukraine from being absorbed by the U.S. and NATO into NATO. And going back into the history of the Ukraine and the history of Soviet Russia, Putin did that yesterday in a, in a really great speech. Actually, it was a fantastic speech by a world leader, a lot of history, really good stuff. What's happening there is the drumbeat of war, and it's happening on a Tuesday, right? It's happening during the week and now the year because the, con- the conjunction, as far as I understand it, lasts for two years after it begins. So it lasts from today until 2024, which, interestingly enough, is right after the, the, the next president will, will take power in the United States. But you've got the God of War. You've got a war ongoing in virtually every country on this planet in regards to lockdowns and restrictions, etc. And in Canada, you've got an outright civil conflict between police and the state, truckers and average everyday citizens. This is not a positive thing, I don't think. Destruction and rebirth. Well, the Roman Empire fell. The British Empire essentially fell. Not fully, but essentially fell. So this means the the fall of the New World Order. No, it doesn't mean the fall of the New World Order. It means the fall of Western civilization and the fall of what you call freedom, the fall of our our birthright, the fall of, of free expression, religious practice, speech, you know, in all of its forms, press, etc., right to self-defense it's just an elimination of all that privacy your own property all that's eliminated with the rise of the fourth reich or the rise of the thousand year reich of the tiger the year of the tiger Uh, this i don't think is a good thing plus you know pluto you know pluto the dog the disney dog pluto the dog or the dog and the symbols of the super bowl and the halftime show the dogs the goats Symbols Valentine's Day last week. The halftime show, the Super Bowl, the commercials, the ram slash goat, the lion slash tiger, tiger in the east, lion in the west, Buer, the demon, the legs of a goat, face of a tiger. All those symbols came together. We looked at those, those energies and the pouring out of those libations. And we talked about the rap gods, right? The underworld, the rap gods, and the gods that are the symbols of death, Resurrection and rebirth, that's what Pluto represents. And war usually brings us destruction and then rebirth, but it's not always rebirth in a good way, right? Because at the end of World War I, we got the League of Nations. Then we got the United Nations. And then war after war after war after war after war has brought us closer and closer to a global society. Sounds like a really good thing, right? A global society. What happens if you don't want to be a part of this global society? What happens if this global society doesn't treat you right? There isn't anywhere to go, isn't anywhere to hide, isn't anywhere to run, isn't anywhere to petition or to protest. It's all illegal. They'll crush you. So Pluto returns, I don't know if that's a good thing. The day of war? 
I don't know if that's a good thing. Because I don't think the fall of the empire is the same empire that you're thinking. I think the fall of the empire is the human empire. The, 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 the free human will and essence. I think that falls today, folks. And I think that we're facing a darkness that, like communist Russia, you're going to be going through for at least triple digits. Because that's what history shows us. And maybe by the next Pluto return, maybe in another 248 years, maybe humans will have learned their lessons that communism and authoritarianism doesn't work. And I won't sit here and call for violence, but that's the only way that things changed historically, isn't it? That's the only way. And I think that to really fully understand this, the 2022, this whole God of War on Tuesday, and all the, what I call, positive porn that's being spread. It's all positive and love and light. It's love and light, positive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, okay, I'm with you. But I, I think that the positive love and light stuff and the negative, uh, you know, evil, the world's ending right now stuff, I, I think both of those are misleading. I think that, let's speak realistically, I think that there's no longer a Canadian country. Canada's gone. Because you thought peacefully protesting in trucks was going to stop mad psychopaths and tyrants who take orders from a psychopathic Nazi-rooted, literally a Nazi-rooted, communist, jackbooted World Economic Forum in Davos. Peacefully protesting ain't going to do anything. They used it to their advantage, didn't they? We're actually going to talk about this tomorrow on the show in great detail. But the point is, how did we get here? How did society become so fragmented, so broken apart? Well, it's the old idea of divide and conquer. And historically, the same ideologies that we see in entertainment, that we see in politics, why is it, think about this, why is it that everything... Even in Canada, they're talking about Confederate flags and swastikas. Who's waving a Confederate flag and a swastika in Ottawa or in British Columbia? Who's waving a swastika and a Confederate flag? The same ideology. There's a name for it. It's called cultural Marxism. Now, as listeners of this show, you may know what Marxism is. Marxism is perpetual class warfare. Marxism is class warfare between the rich and the poor, between the landowners and those that don't own land. Marxism is critical race theory. Marxism is teaching people that they are inferior or that they are superior and then letting them fight and kill each other. It's breeding the idea that some people, that some people are superior to other people. I don't know if you saw this post I made on Facebook last week when I was off air because my throat was swollen shut, but I decided to take a walk one day 
when I thought I finally had the strength to go outside and take a walk. And I felt good, you know, for the most part, but I just had been run down because my throat was swollen. It was getting irritated. I hadn't eaten anything. I was just weak. I took a walk. I threw my Biden for nursing home shirt on because it's really baggy and it was kind of hot out. And some woman in a fancy car rolls up here where my, my, my town home is. And she says, oh, Biden for Biden, you know, Biden, that's, yeah, like Biden. And I said, yeah, it's for nursing home. She doesn't respond to me. She gives me one of those head turns and she gives me like literally how like a 16-year-old California princess kind of a girl would act. She she waves her hand and waves me away. And she has a tiny dog on her lap too, but this is an old lady. And I said, oh, so you want to go to war in Russia? You You like, you know, you like paying $4 a gallon for gas. She drives away. I think it's over. That was it. And then she screams out her window about 30 yards away. At least it's better than having a lunatic in the White House. Literally screams it at me. And I said again, it's like old, white, liberal, usually wealthy or semi-wealthy or at least well-off women. And, uh, they seem to have a strategy. The, the, the crazy white liberal guys are just like barbarians. And in, in, in all of my experiences, it's, it's usually the same people, the same thinkers. They think they're better than you. And they think that they have a right to control you and to tell you how to live your life. And whether it's those kinds of people or it's the disenfranchised youth who they, I mean, they couldn't pick, they couldn't pick on a map what's land and what's water, okay? Let alone where the Ukraine is or where Canada is for that matter. These people couldn't pick where Florida is if you gave them a map of the United States. They're brain dead. Young people that are upset because Elon Musk has a lot of money and I don't. Well, then invent a car. Invent a flamethrower, okay? Start dating pop stars. Maybe you'll have that kind of money. I don't know. Invent a space program. And then maybe you'll have that kind of money. You pathetic loser. That's what they are. They're pathetic losers. They're weak people who don't know anything about anything. And they're really mad that other people have things. So they want to tear those people down. Let's get rid of all the rich, successful people. Yeah. So you can be poor. So whether it's old or it's young, everything is focused on the color of skin, right? And everything is focused on gender identity, right? Do you know that according to a Gallup poll, and we're going to slowly transition into the main body of tonight's topic. According to a Gallup poll, one in five Gen Z adults now say they are LGBTQ. Gallup estimates from these results that within the entire U.S. adult population, 4% of Americans identify as bisexual, 1.5% as gay, and 1% as lesbian. 0.7%, I'll say it again, 0.7, that's 0.7% are transgender. The Gallup poll found nearly 21% of Gen Z adults identify as LGBTQ, which is nearly double the number of millennials who do, which is about 10.5%. Nearly one in six Gen Z LGBTQ adults identify as bisexual. Americans identifying 
as LGBTQ represent 7.1% of the population compared to 5.6% a year ago. The number has gone up substantially in just a year. Now, is this because people are suddenly figuring out, oh, I'm bisexual? Is it because people are suddenly deciding, oh, I'm gay? Oh, I'm transsexual now. I'm a transgender. I'm this. I'm that. Are people really figuring this out in record numbers? You, you'd think from all the news coverage, and all the psychology, that this is helping people to find out who they really are. As if it's some kind of new revelation in human existence. And all throughout history, people have been suppressed. They didn't know what their gender was. They didn't know what their sexuality was. And science was wrong for literally since the beginning of time. From the first time that an animal or a human had sexual intercourse, science and instinct have been wrong. From the very beginning, it's been wrong. Not that there haven't been one or two people that are homosexual, but for the mass, 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 mass majority, that's not the case. So science has been wrong since the first time a man and a woman had intercourse. Or, you know, insects or animals or whatever. The first time you plugged in a device into the wall, male to female, that was wrong. You did it wrong. You're supposed to plug the male end into the male end, okay? Or the female end into the female end. That's how science and engineering are supposed to work. We had it wrong the whole time. I'm being facetious here. The point is, I don't believe that suddenly, within 10 years, this many people start identifying as LGBTQ. Now, a large percent are identifying as bisexual. A larger percent identifying as bisexual. You notice that although one in five Gen Z adults now say they're LGBTQ, the percentage of transgenders has not increased. The percentage of transgenders has stayed at 0.7%, which is where it generally is anywhere you look in the world. Any, any Western nation in the UK and the US, it's about 0.7%. I've told you that over and over and over and over and over and over again. People tell me, well, if you watch the media, if you look at TV, it's, it's got to be way higher than that. Yeah, well, the average person also thinks hundreds of millions of people died of COVID-19. The average person also thinks, there's only a couple hundred million people in the US, by the way. The average person also thinks that, watch a Mark Dice video, Joe Rogan killed Triceratops. The, the average person thinks that gay people comprise 50% of the U.S. population. So the average person and the average belief of that person cannot be used to identify where we are statistically and, 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 and reasonably, rationally, logically, truthfully, honestly. 0.7% on average identify as transgender. Most of those transgender people, by the way, because long before you ever heard of what a transgender was, the number, the percentage was still around 0.7%. Most of those people keep to themselves. But suddenly, you've got people for any number of reasons. One, because they're not edgy enough being a straight person. It's cool to be trans or it's cool to be lesbian. People think 
that this is a good way to rebel for my parents. Suddenly I like men. Suddenly I like women. Suddenly I like both. Suddenly I don't like either. It's cool. It's edgy. It's unique. I can be in a clique. Some people have severe mental illness. Most people, when they're young, don't find anywhere to really, truly, honestly fit in. Most adults are still trying to fit in. We're humans. That's natural. We always want to find a place to fit in. We're trying to figure out who we are, where we're going, where we're coming from, and where we belong. That's part of the Maslow hierarchy of needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, dictating that we need you know, food and water and the shelter, but we also need community, social contact. Things that have been ruthlessly assaulted in the last couple of years. But transgender identity has not increased, although you would think by listening to the media that it's increased hundreds and hundreds of percent, but it hasn't. The percent of, of, of lesbians uh, and, and, and homosexuals, you'd even think, have, has skyrocketed, but it hasn't. Bisexuals, yeah. Because when people might be curious about their sexuality, that's usually what happens, that they... They become bi-curious, like they're curious about the same sex. They don't suddenly say, hmm, that guy walking by, he looked pretty hot. I think I'm going to chop my dick off and I'm going to become a woman. And then he can plow me in my butt. I don't think anybody thinks that. I don't think anyone's ever thought that. What I do know, for sure, and what I do think, is if we go back to the 1920s during the Weimar Republic of Germany, it's around the time the communists were infiltrating every aspect of German society. The Freikorps uh, rose up and, and slayed them. But the communists had a very strong influence in Berlin, which became the capital of, uh, in the 20s, what we would now call LGBTQ. It became the capital of promiscuity, homosexual promiscuity, uh, drag queens, and the hub of sexual science for the whole world, which now is Tel Aviv, Israel. It's the capital of LGBTQ. If you don't believe me, look it up. It's traditionally considered, like in the last decade or so, it's been considered the capital of LGBTQ is, is Tel Aviv, Israel. And uh, you can look up Magnus Hirschfeld's Institute for Sexual Science and, and where they performed the first sexual surgery. A man had his penis cut off, literally. Story is he came back and said, I made a mistake, and you saw it back on. And I said, that's the story. That's not a joke. That's, that's the story. Uh, the word transvestite. Uh, all these things that we think are new were happening in Germany in the 1920s, the Weimar years, which are supposed to be so wonderful, so great. Uh, they weren't so wonderful. They weren't so great. There was rampant inflation, suicide numbers out of control, families falling apart, people out of work. Hitler changed all that. Hitler wasn't necessarily a great man, but there was at least a method to uh, a reason to the method of the madness, right? So the point is, Weimar Germany was a cesspit of the exploitation of sexuality for political purposes. And the goal of the Institute of Sexual Sciences, you know, Hirschfeld's group and others, was to demean and degrade the German family, to separate men and women and children preying upon those individuals preying upon them and shoving not just smut 
but some of the most disgusting, hardcore, and confusing imagery, particularly on children. That's precisely what we see happening today. Why are we watching the same thing happen in the United States that we saw happen in Weimar, Germany? Why do people not talk about Weimar, Germany? It was funny, you know, if you watch the new Arrested Development, there's the new, that new season that came out, of, it was like a couple a year ago, two years ago. There's that scene where Maybe's in the penthouse apartment and she's got, there's like dildos and feathers and all kinds of sexual toys in there. And she comes out and she's like, whoo, it's like the, it's like the Weimar Republic in there. I thought that joke was funny because I got it. I understood it. And that's, that's what it's like. That, that was the Weimar Republic. That's transvestite, transgender. That's where it all came from. That was a enormous social experiment. Targeting children, targeting families. Now today, I ask you, what do you see today? From Black Lives Matter targeting families, that was their goal. Remember that? Disrupt the Western-prescribed nuclear family structure, quote-unquote, from memory. But now, one in five adults identify in Gen Z as LGBTQ. But you'll note that there's no increase in transgender identity. 0.7 stays the same. People are identifying as bisexual. That's a natural thing. Like People are like, hmm, am I gay? Am I interested in the same sex? Am I interested in both? I mean, I can tell you something right now, okay? And all the women can get mad at me. Every single woman I've ever been with in a relationship, any single woman I've ever been with in a sexual capacity has not only had well, minus one, has not only had a, a, a rape fantasy, there's a deep psychological reason for that, dominance, control, wanting to feel, you know, controlled and dominated, but also wanting to feel in power and that you're really in control. I get all that. But at the same time, every woman I've also been with has, has you know, been bisexual to some capacity, to some degree, okay? And, and, and then again, how do you define bisexual? Because if a, if a woman's like, well, I, uh, I think that woman's attractive, that doesn't make her a bisexual, does it? If a guy's like, well, that guy's attractive. I mean, I see guys, I'm like, well, that guy's attractive. I don't want to bang him. Does that make me bisexual? You see how the words, if we don't define them, make it really difficult to, to, to converse about this. And so we just get the media's version. We get the Gallup poll, one in five Gen Z adults, now LGBTQ, and it's increasing by, by tens of percent just in the last decade. Why? Because... This is all children are introduced to in school. They're introduced to either here's how to put a condom on and have gay sex at three. Okay, if I'm being honest, it's more like third or fourth grade. Here's how to have gay intercourse in a comic book for kids. Here is drag queens. They'll read you a story. They're men with erections, yes, but they're also people too. And they have feelings. And yes, conservatives are wrong when they say all LGBTQ people, identities, whatever, they're all pushing pedophilia. I don't believe that. But when other people say LGBTQ is just about sexual identity and minority groups, ah, no, it's not. That group, that movement, that symbol, that sigil, that energy is being used to confuse the living hell out of young people 
just like in the Weimar Republic. So that as they grow up, within this last generation where we've allowed this to become acceptable in the schools and in entertainment, where everything is rainbows and glitter and unicorn feces and poop emojis, this is all kids know now. So they're starting to identify in the ways they've been told they need to identify to be part of the new world, the new society, the way that things are changing so that we made all these mistakes throughout history. This is the way humans are supposed to be. Men are supposed to have sex with men, women with women. You can have sex with other people as long as it's just intended to be degenerate in the sense and demeaning in the sense and degrading in the sense that there's really no connection or love. I don't know, like flower power, hippy-dippy 60s, love, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, counterculture, counter-revolutionaries. It's all intelligence agency, behavioral psychology, garbage. And they studied it in the 20s, and it's been used as a social engineering, social control mechanism ever since. And now it's gone to the point where it's beyond out of freaking control. I'm sorry, but a little kid is not my son at almost three. He'll be three at the end of March. My son at almost three, or even when he's four or five, or six or seven is not going to fundamentally understand sexual intercourse, and he's not going to fundamentally understand gender. He knows, I got a pee-pee. One time, I took his diaper off. My fiance Hope, was there, too. We took his diaper off to change his diaper, and you know he knew when he had the pee-pee. And he pees on the floor, and he, as he's peeing on the floor, he's like, like he realized, oops, I, should, I, didn't, I didn't mean to pee on the floor, but he's like, pee-pee, pee-pee, pee-pee. <laughs> or I put him to bed. You know, when I used to get to see him, I put him to bed, and as soon as I put him to bed with a fresh diaper, he go, dad, 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 and I come in, and I'd be, what's up, what's up, what's going on? he go, pee-pee. <laughs> like, did you pee-pee? And he shakes his head, you want a diaper change? Shakes his head, he gets the diaper, and I change him, and he goes to sleep. So he, he understands that, but he doesn't understand pee-pee in other terms. So when people prey on little kids with their gender and sexuality, when kids don't understand the most basic concepts of anything that, that's more complex than ABC 123, and mommy and daddy don't feel good right now, they've got a stuffy nose, and you know maybe, maybe their teddy bear also sick, and they want to take care of their teddy bear or their doll. Kids don't understand much more than that. You are a predator preying on young, impressionable, innocent kids when you do this kind of thing whether it's in entertainment on Netflix or it's in school. It's a disgusting, degenerate, demeaning, anti-human thing. And they did it in Weimar, Germany, and they're doing it now. And when I say they, I'm talking about social engineers. I'm talking about cultural Marxists. Whether it's between landlords and people that don't own land, rich and poor, black and white, or gay and straight, and in the midst of all this, yes, this is where conservatives are right. There are psychopaths and people that are predators for children. They don't want to take their, you know, their pee-pees away. They don't want to harm them in some, you know, sexual way because they, they you know, they, they love them. They don't mean to harm them. They, they, they want to hurt people because they're predators and they want to hurt the innocent. Like... Jaron A. Miles, manager of global community development at, at Facebook Meta. 
graphic and inappropriate communications with a 13-year-old boy, he's been let go. There's, there's literally dozens, there's hundreds, there's thousands of these people. I'm going to tell you what they're doing when we come back from break. California, a they-them person sleeping with five-year-old girls. And Jeffrey Epstein's partner, French model agent, Jean-Luc Brunel, yeah, he, uh, he hanged himself as well in prison. I'm going to tell you more about that. What all of this means and where it's taking us, right here on The Secret Teachings, 2-2-2-2022. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay with us. The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, tonight, whenever and wherever you are listening around the world in the free archive on many podcasts and radio players that you can access for free. On our website, in the free show archive, the embedded archive there, or on our website, in the advertisement-free archive, a lot of different ways to listen, the ad-free archive gives you all the shows, all the montages, and my digital books. $50 for one year, $5 a week, $10 a month. You can also check us out on Patreon for behind-the-scenes videos. And we have an archive deal over there. So a lot of ways you can subscribe to the show. You can also buy my books separately on the website. A lot of what we're discussing tonight is in my book, The Technological Elixir. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe. Grab a copy of one of the books. Please support what we do. It keeps us on air Monday through Friday. And it's only your support that does keep us on air Plus, yes, my obsessive compulsiveness to continue to do radio and continue to bring you the content we bring you five nights a week mixed with your financial support. It keeps us on air, period. Thank you so much for supporting us and tuning in tonight. I thought I would call the broadcast to identity and beyond. And since it's space-based, somewhere over the rainbow, somewhere way far away. I thought tonight would be a great opportunity to blend together two distinct subjects into one show because tonight is not only somewhere over the rainbow or to identity and beyond. Well, it's space and Pluto. And what is today? Well, Pluto is conjunct with the United States for the first time since July 4th, 1776. And if you multiply the twos, you get 1776. 2 times 2 times 2 times 222. Of course, if you multiply the 2 times 2 times 2 times 2 times 2 times 2, you don't get 1776. But playing along with this this idea here, Pluto is destruction and rebirth. We go back to the the, the first Pluto return. We get the end of the Severan dynasty, Roman imperial dynasty, 235. We go back to the second, around 461 CE, we get the end of the Roman Empire, 461-467 CE, the end of the Roman Empire. So Pluto returning is the death of an empire. 1776, of course, a symbolic death of the authority of the British Empire. So we have the fall of empires, and then we have rebirth. So it's a positive thing. However, I don't necessarily think it's a positive thing. I actually think it might be more of a negative thing. Why? Well, because today is Tuesday, as everybody's been pointing out, February 22nd, 2022, into February 23rd, 2022 for the show tonight. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday is named after Mars, the god of war, the Roman god of war, or Tyr, the god of war, Tyr, Tuesday, Tuesday. And from the Ukraine to Canada, can't help but think, from larger governmental conflict to more civil-slash-governmental conflict in Canada, it's the day of war, god of war, and we have this astronomical, astrological event occurring. Fall of empires sounds like war and conflict 
and destruction leading to a positive rebirth. But rebirth is not always positive. Sometimes rebirths are horrible. Just ask the, the Chinese. Chinese went through a terrible period in the 40s and then they had their society rebirthed in a terrifying way. And their society was rebirthed through a plan of building back better. A better socialist state using the three red bars, right? Those three red bars. And counter-revolutionaries were found through the Hundred Talents program or in Soviet Russia it was the Operation Trust which is now trust the plan. It's all counterintelligence. It's all psychology. And we're witnessing based on two weeks to curb the you know the spread or the the virus. We're witnessing total and absolute restriction on human existence. Climate change and and cyber attacks, you know, these are these are two of the next big threats, right? They keep telling us from the World Economic Forum. Cybersecurity, 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 the cyber polygon exercise they ran last year. Cybersecurity. Oh, and climate change. Carbon's bad. Carbon's evil. I mean, just demonizing and degrading. Your breath is bad. You're bad. Your kids are bad. Your family is bad. But it's okay if some people have a lot of kids. And it's okay if you have a bunch of sexual partners as just long as you're not having kids. Because the more sexual partners you have, in the sense that you're just moving from one to another, there's no connection there of soul and spirit. So it's literally just like a hole in a hose and turn the water on full blast and the hose just is spurting water everywhere. It's just literally just, well, literally and figuratively just spraying yourself everywhere. And there's no directionalizing of the energy. There's no intent. There's no love. There's, that's dangerous when you're dealing with that kind of powerful energy. I mean, this is flower power, love, and sex, and drugs, and rock and roll, man. Yeah. Now, it's just counterintelligence so that you don't pay attention to the war that's being waged. There's a lot of different kinds of wars. And right now, we're in the middle of a number of wars, some social, some cultural, some physical. Some social and cultural that could turn physical, some economical, some that are yet to be defined. So here's the, here's the idea, here's the thing. Pluto returns, destruction of empires. What if the empire is the empire of man? You know, you ever think about that? You ever think it's not so positive? It's not, it's not just this positive porn. Everything's great and wonderful. No, it's rebirth and resurrection. Just like last week I told you during our famous Super Bowl show. It's destruction, rebirth, and resurrection. It's the underworld, the dog. The goat, the lion, the tiger, these different symbols that represent the underworld, the rapt gods, the rap gods of Mount Olympus. You can go back and listen to that show in the archive for all the explicit details. But now we reach a week later after Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl and the rap gods. Now we reach Pluto returns and the end of the empire and the rising up of something else, the rebirth of something. If you go back to the 1920s, Weimar, Germany, promiscuinity, homosexual promiscuinity, homosexual pornography, things that weren't just like, well, what's your, what's your problem with homosexuals, man? It's not a problem with homosexuals, moron. It's that children shouldn't be taught how to put on condoms at three years old. Children shouldn't be taught in third grade how to put on condoms. Children should not be taught 
by a teacher these kinds of things. This is something that should be left up to the parent, not the school, not the slimy, cloward and piven, Soviet communist school infiltrators and the cultural Marxists that mold the minds of the youth so that now one in five Gen Z adults identify as LGBTQ. But you notice in the Gallup poll that the amount of people identifying as transgender has not changed. It's still 0.7% of the entire population. So why so much focus and energy on this? You could understand Black Lives Matter, but why transgenderism? Why does that get mixed into everything? Because it's taking every perceived and every actual quote-unquote minority. I'm not talking about like ethnic minorities or sexual minorities. I'm talking about everything, anything that's a minority. This is called postmodernism. Everything that's a minority and saying that the minorities are being threatened by the majorities. And we need to get rid of the majority as it exists, period. So that we never have a majority. Well, in order to never have a majority, you have to keep getting rid of groups. That's cultural genocide. That's cultural Marxism. Whether it's landowners, landlords, and people that don't own land, or it's people that are white and black, or people that are gay and straight. Because if you have a group of 10 people, that's the majority, and then a group of 5 people in the minority, and then a group of 3 people in the ultra-minority, and the ultra-minority and the minority, the 3 and the 5, are arguing with the 10, and the 10 gets destroyed and wiped out culturally because they're oppressors, well, now the 5 in the minority become the majority. And now they have to be wiped out by the ultra-minority by the three, who also doesn't want to see them in power. So then the three takes control, and then the one gets mad. So you literally just consume yourself. All the red guards that ran around communist China, they just got their heads cut off, shot in the face, you know, beaten to death, starved to death. They didn't get anything in the end. They were the first people the Communist Party targeted because they were the ones that overthrew the previous governments, the previous order. So how did we get here, and where are we going? Let's start with this. A group of parents of students at Weaver Elementary School in Los Alamitos are upset with Los Alamitos Unified School District after learning about the sleeping arrangements at a school-organized science camp in San Bernardino County. The parents say, Their fifth-grade girls told them some of the biologically male counselors at Camp Poly in San Bernardino, who use they-them pronouns, spent three nights sleeping in cabins with the young girls. Parents contacted the school and said, what's going on with this? They contacted the, the camp and said, what's going on with this? And Amy Teage, assistant director of Camp Poly, confirmed, quote, per California law, we place staff in cabins they identify with. And you wonder, why aren't there like some restrictions, you know, some classifications? Why is it just, oh, big, fat, greasy, disgusting man says, I'm a woman, And we encourage him and give him the keys to the girls' locker room. And, you know, likewise, you know, if you had some big, fat, disgusting woman who was like, I'm a man now. 
and you just put her in the men's locker room? Uh, I don't think so. So the parents are upset. Ultimately, in this story from KTLA News, California, the parents were like, well, we're not really upset. We just were upset that the policy wasn't clearly shared with us as parents. That's that's why we're we're upset about it. We're not really upset that our girl slept with the, with the, the big disgusting guy. And I, I didn't say they had sex. I'm just saying that they slept in the same the same you know cabin with them. And the weird thing is, they say they used they them pronouns. So this wasn't even a guy who was like, yeah, I'm a woman. And they're like, okay, go sleep with those five-year-old girls. They were like, no, I'm they, them. And then they told them, okay, you go sleep with those five-year-old girls. I mean, I know a lot of people try to act tough, but I, I got to tell you, if, if I had a five-year-old daughter and this happened, you need to understand what self-defense and protecting the innocent means because I would blast this individual into pieces. And I think it's really sick we now live in a world where hypothetical scenario, although it's happened, let's use a hypothetical you know, scenario. You have a five-year-old daughter. She goes into the bathroom. There's a big guy in there. And she says, excuse me, can, can you leave? And the big guy won't leave because he's a woman. And he proceeds to tell your little girl, I'm a woman, so let me help you go to the bathroom. Okay. Any reasonable, rational, clear thinking, clearly processing, logical individual would march into that bathroom, punch that person's teeth out, choke them half to death, smash their face into the concrete, and then drag them outside and dump them in an alley for touching their daughter. I think as a father or as a rational human being, even if you don't have kids, you knew that happened. The average male would do the same thing even if it wasn't their kid. Because that's how we protect the innocent from predators. And here's what's really sick. I know people think Ryan's anti-LGBTQ. I don't know how that's anti-LGBTQ. That's anti-predator. Yes, I'm anti-predator touching little girls. I'd be anti-predator someone touching little boys. Okay? Here's what's really sick to me. I have a hard time understanding this because I'm going to take a guess here. A logical, educated guess. There are plenty of men and women who identify as something else who don't want to sleep with little girls and little boys. They don't want to go into the same restroom and use that restroom with little kids. Or with growing women, for that matter. I'm sure there are many that use the unisex bathrooms anyway. I'm sure there are some that use the the bathrooms of their assigned gender and they use a stall and you don't see what goes on in the stall unless you're a creep. And those people who actually identify as something different are being used and exploited to advance whatever it is, the uh, of some disgusting pervert piece of trash 
who goes into the bathroom with the little girl or the little boy. Now, that isn't just sick for obvious reasons. It's sick because you're also exploiting other people who are in an ultra teeny tiny minority, 0.7% transgender. You're exploiting those people and their traditional, classical, generally speaking, mental issues that that's a thing. That's why they're struggling to identify or figure out their identity. You're exploiting that to allow Bubba into the little girl's restroom, little girl's locker room. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a spade, and I'm going to call it a spade. Anybody promoting that, anybody advancing that idea is a piece of garbage. And when conservatives say it's all about promoting pedophilia, no, it's not all about promoting pedophilia because, again, there are people that really don't have an understanding of their identity for one reason or another, and they're being exploited to promote the big fat guy or the skinny weasel touching little boys or little girls or being around them, just buzzing around them like a bee. Yeah, look at those kids. Yeah, give me some of that. She was asking for it. He was asking for it. Look at that cute kid's smile. He was definitely asking for it. So there's a way to break this down separately, but see, we're not allowed to do that because everything is made into a polarity. You either support it or you don't. You support black lives? Well, I don't think it's that complicated. Racist. Do you support LGBTQ? Well, I don't support big guys going to the bathroom. Little girl. You're a transphobe. And here's what we do. When someone's not rational, when someone has the right to speak and express their views and they've spoken and they've expressed their views and you combat those views or you just try to understand them without firmly shaking your head and saying, yes, I agree. You're right. You're a woman. You're a man. When we try to understand or when we combat or when we try to clarify, when we oppose and that person immediately goes and they lose their mind. Now we have a danger to society. We're not taking away the right to free speech. We're not taking the right away to be the person they want to be. What we're doing is defending ourselves, defending our children, and defending the social order, and defending our community. When that person goes, and starts attacking people, now we have a right to subdue them because they're dangerous. And that's what these people are doing. And because we forgot they had a right to speak, they say what they say, We're trying to understand and figure out what it is, right? And their response is to physically assault, start calling names, yelling at people, and going after children. That is what a predator does, and those people need to either be in jail or at the very least have their teeth knocked down their throat. Because here's what happens. The first time some piece of shit like that goes into a bathroom and does that, or some piece of shit... And maybe the guy was a nice guy or girl or they, them. But the first time a piece of trash does this at a little girl's cabin, the dads need to go down there. Unless your mom's, you know, jacked. The dads need to go down there and go to work on this guy. Okay? And the first time that happens, I guarantee you that's the last time that that piece of shit sleeps next to a five-year-old girl that isn't his daughter. I guarantee it's the last time. And that person, when they have their teeth knocked out, are going to think, maybe I'm not a they, them. Maybe I am a guy. 
And that's the whole point. You know, that's the whole point to this, right? They're weak and they're pathetic and they're not real men. Just like the girls. They're weak and they're pathetic and they're not real women. So they try to be something they're not because then they can slip and slide into an identity that has all this protection and all this status and I'm a good person and I'm virtuous. It's all just psychology. That's all that it's about. It's about psychology. Facebook's meta manager of global community development, Jaron A. Miles, has been ousted in a two-hour video posted by an amateur group called PCI Predator Catchers Indianapolis on its YouTube page. He didn't have sex with a young boy, but he admits to having graphic and inappropriate communications with the 13-year-old boy. 13-year-old boy that he communicated with in an inappropriate, of course, and very graphic way. And um, in the process of doing this, uh, you see this guy on the video, and he's just, it's, it's totally, absolutely lights out. Just a monster, a predator, just a disgusting, another one, just looks like another fat, disgusting, I don't want to say liberal, but leftist-leaning scumbag piece of trash. That's what he looks like. There's no other way to describe it. That's what the guy looks like. He looks like a big, fat slob who's interested in touching little kids. That's not LGBTQ. And if I were you, if I were LGBTQ, if I were gay, if I were lesbian, if I were bi, if I were whatever... I would be furious about this kind of stuff because it makes you and your little identity group look not only crazy, but it makes you look like predators. So I think the LGBTQ people need to say, we're not a part of this. These people are disgusting. They're freaks. We just created a little group here because we want to feel like we're part of something because we make up such a tiny minority of society We don't feel like we're a part of society. You know, in other countries, they just just kill you if you're different like this. But we have this freedom in the United States. And because some people don't say, yeah, 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 yeah. Gender reassignment surgery and chemical drugs for kids that are five. We think that people are transphobic or something. We come back from break. Jaron A. Miles is going to play some of that video. And then Jean-Luc Brunel hanging himself in a cell. It's like Jeffrey Epstein. Pretty interesting, huh? All on February 22nd, 2022. You're getting it here on The Secret Teachings. On Tuesday, the day of war, the fall of empires, Pluto returns. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Please subscribe to our archive. Please buy a book. And please leave us a review on one of the podcast radio players, wherever you're listening. I know the big one is Apple, so please leave us a review there. Leave us some stars, whatever you think we're worth. Again, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Also, Gab and Gitter. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you during the next segment. Stay with us. We'll be back.
The Secret Teachings is finally available on nearly every podcast platform from Apple and Spreaker to Spotify and Podcast Addict. Also available as TST Weekends, our one-hour Saturday morning show. Search the show name and start listening today for free. And if you want to avoid those annoying ads, visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our ad-free archive with some of our older shows included. You'll get a private RSS feed and access to the montage archive and my digital books. Subscribe today or listen to the free show archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, grab a physical and digital copy of his books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. Visit thesecretteachings.info. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey there, this is Greg Carlwood of the Higher Side Chats, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio. This is Jaron A. Miles, former manager of global community development at Meta. That's the Metaverse Facebook. Caught by PCI predator catchers Indianapolis, having inappropriate and graphic communications with a 13-year-old boy. According to Meta, the seriousness of these allegations cannot be overstated. The individual is no longer employed with the company. 
We are actively investigating the situation and cannot provide further comment at this time. Yes, Meta also tried to stop publication of stories pertaining to this individual because they are a lovely company. This is Jaron A. Miles. A little bit of what these, well, they're considered amateur predator catchers, but this is a, this is a big get for some amateurs. So you're telling this 13-year-old boy that he makes you horny, correct? Could be perceived as such, yes. Oh, quit the bitch, bro. I'm sick of your bitch. I won't have any restraint around you if I'm horny. What does that mean? It means I was flirting, I was talking to him. Throughout all of this, I'll let you know there was never any intention of ever meeting up with him. Now, here's the thing. The first guy that gets up uh, gets upset here, who's working for this PCI predator catchers, you know, just just cut it, cut the BS. That guy comes off as really angry and mean, right? And Jaron A. Miles is sitting there with his bugged out eyes, just being like, well, I, I, I didn't intend to, to have sex with the kid. I didn't intend to meet up with him. I, he just makes me horny. Look at the 13 year old boy. He makes me so horny. And it's like somehow our society sees this scumbag pervert as being a normal, healthy individual. And the guy who gets really angry and says, cut the BS as being the aggressive, angry alpha male. Yeah, that guy has the right response to a predator piece of trash like Jaron Miles. That's the right response. Okay, in a civil society, though, we don't just break Jaron A. Miles' neck. We don't just throw him out the window. And that's what these people count on. A civil society where there's due process and where there's an open acceptance in society of this kind of behavior, where there's, there's virtually no prosecution, even in public opinion, so they get to be not only who they are, they get to do it virtuously and act like, well, the 13-year-old kid, you know, he was asking for it, or I wasn't going to meet up with him, but he makes me so horny. This fat, disgusting slob. And the sooner we call a spade a spade, a lot of people have emailed me recently and said, I love your show. You call a spade a spade. So that's, I'm, that's why I'm using the line. But the sooner we call spades a spade, and the sooner we call this fat, disgusting tub of pervert trash, a fat, disgusting tub of pervert trash, and just point out and say, oh my God, look, that's a bird. The sky is blue today. The grass is green. Those are toxic chemicals they're spraying on the grass at the park. The sooner we just say things exactly as they are, then the sooner we can actually get back to reality. But this is about control of perception. Go back to Jaron Miles. I had no intention of meeting up with him, but he makes me very horny. Horny. What does that mean? It means I was flirting, I was talking to him, Throughout all of this, I'll let you know there was never any intention of ever meeting up with him. Okay. Look at this guy's eyes. But you did set two meets with him. That I never intended to go to or show up up to. Correct. And I I gave information, location, and all that stuff. Yes. How did I find you? It's not like I just pulled this out of my ass. 
It's true. You gave, the, he, you gave the hotel in the hotel room. He's probably thinking, ooh, 13 year old ass. So you yeah. sent the meats. So. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't meet him, but I'm at the hotel with intention to meet him, but since he's not here, I was never going to meet him because he's not real. Is that what he's saying? You're okay with talking sexual online as long as you don't meet the children. This is the one time I've done this. The only time. Okay, so you are okay to talk sexual to 13-year-old Corey because you knew in your head that you would not meet up with him. That, that was my rationale. Okay. He asked you what you do. I am the head of a global community development for Meta. That's a pretty good job, right? Huge. Right? You make good money, right? Not anymore. What was the title again? Well, Meta. What is your official title? Meta probably promoted him. Manager of Community Development. And you said, make out with you, touch you, suck you. Yes. Is that what you said? I did. 13-year-old boy, suck me off. Yes. Excellent. My cousin or Uber, he said Uber would be expensive. He said, my cousin's rich, he doesn't care. He owes me. He said, ha ha, that would be crazy. And you're talking to this other boy. Can I see a pic of him? Why'd you want to see a pic of him? Just want to see what it looks what like. What do you see what it looks like? Uh, suck me off, by You were hoping that this 13-year-old somehow got a ride here and somehow got up here. And you were going to push it. You were going to be like, yeah, I'll come get you, come that. You were doing that. Maybe because you're scared to get caught or something. But you were praying, hoping that this boy would show up knocking on your phone. Oh, he, he was praying. That's why you gave him the address. You gave him the room number. There it is, Jaron Miles. A lot of cursing beeped out through that video which is the, the normal human response to this kind of, of garbage, this kind of trash. And, uh, you know, they, these people that run the PCI Predator Catchers in Indianapolis, they've got a lot of restraint because I think I'd have thrown the guy out the window after I'd have beaten him into a pulp. And if it was my kid, I'd have gone to work on him. That's the normal human response. Obviously, we have to have a form of due process and people need to be convicted in the court of law, then they need to be punished. But see... The human reaction is, you're a piece of shit, and then they beat the shit out of him. That's the normal human reaction. But we've had that scaled back because we live in a civil society. Although living in a civil society doesn't mean we just let people do whatever they want because, well, he broke into my house, but, you know, he was black, so I let him take my stuff. He raped me, but he was uh, an immigrant, and I thought he deserved a piece of ass. I mean, they, uh, you know, they, they raped my little daughter, but, uh, I mean, it was really my daughter's fault. You know, she had those knee-high socks on, and uh, she was asking for it at 11 years old. This is the kind of distortion of reality that leads us to the collapse of the social and cultural order. This is Weimar Germany, and this is the whole culmination of the Pluto returns, the fall of the empire whether it's in the Ukraine and Russia or it's in Canada, the war and the conflict, Tuesday, the day of war, and everybody's like, oh, the positive, it's positive, two, 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 two. Well, two, 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 two isn't always positive, okay? And for some people that know that it's a positive thing and it's rebirth and resurrection, well, what if, what if what you're being rebirthed and resurrected into is a nightmare? You want to wake up in that nightmare after your rebirth? You want to wake up in, 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 a, in a hellhole, a dystopian nightmare? Is that, is that what people want to wake up in? Because when, when we've got, you know, whether it's in the Olympics with uh, Laurel Hubbard or we've got the uh, Leah Thomas winning 
winning competitions against women, literally a man beating women in women's swimming. And parents and the, and, and, and the, the girls are all upset about this for the most part. They were upset about this even before. Just totally destroys a women's sport. Obliterates it. Look at this person. If you're a woman, you've got a serious mental issue. And you certainly should not be playing, participating in women's sports. Because we've literally just legalized men in one way or another. Defeating, beating, and destroying, and oppressing women. Congratulations. You've literally legalized all the things that you believe you stand against. And it's literally just like the tiniest, itty-bitty minority of people. So here's the thing. LGBTQ, if you're gay, if you're lesbian, you're whatever. You need to be more upset about this than I am because your flag, symbolically and figuratively, is being used to promote this. And besides, I don't know when people who were gay, etc., started also hating people that were straight. I mean, maybe a woman had a bad you know, upbringing, so she's upset at her dad, and all the men in her life have always been garbage, so she becomes a lesbian. It's a little bit different. But when did all gay people start hating straight people? Never. But that's, that's the idea. It's LGBTQ versus everybody else. That's part of postmodernism. The dominant class has to be destroyed, whether it's white But then within that, you have women that are oppressed by other whites and men. So the women get their own group. But then the women are also oppressing black women, which is another group. And then that group's oppressing this. So you just start knocking it off tier by tier by tier. And everybody's okay because the tier above them, they've always had more power perceptually. And so you're not as in control. You're not as empowered as that group. So yeah, get rid of that group. That's fine. But then by the time they get to you, there's nobody to stand up for you and game over. Cultural genocide, cultural Marxism, that's how it works. Jean-Luc Brunel, 74 years old, found hanged by his bedsheets in his cell around 1.30 a.m. local time at La Santé Prison, according to Paris's prosecutor's office. Brunel ran Karen Models in Paris. He also formed MC2 Model Management with Jeffrey Epstein, He was awaiting trial on charges of sexual assault and rape. He was also being investigated for the trafficking of minors, some as young as 12 years old. Yes, because you have to get them real young. Got to get them fresh. Jaron Miles would would agree. From Meta. Uh, He was first arrested in 2020 by French police on a probe of acts of sexual assault. Uh, acts of a sexual nature. He was released under judicial supervision a few days in November 2021, then was returned to prison after a decision by a court of appeals. Epstein and Brunel did a lot of work together. Jean-Luc Brunel funneled girls to Epstein. Uh, there's some really disgusting stuff that you can you can read about these these scumbags, these pieces of subhuman garbage about um, having sex with the girls and having sex with the really young girls and bragging about it and high-fiving each other and dancing around and being excited about it. Brunel was also accused by a 
Gouffre of being a uh, not just a, a trafficker, but basically running a sex slavery operation. She accused Brunel of using his modeling agency to import girls and young women and, quote, farm them out to his friends. Yeah, that's how it works. We've told you that for years here on The Secret Teachings. Uh, it's a farming operation. They, uh, you just look up story after story. They've done this in Germany, but it was an accident. You know, the New Yorker says it's an accident. We didn't mean to, didn't mean to give kids to pedophiles. Um, and see, I don't consider Jeffrey Epstein necessarily to be a pedophile. I consider him to be a sexual predator and a blackmailer. And Brunel is, is a sexual predator. Um, I mean, these are 17, 18-year-old, 16-year-old girls. And some people, you know, if you're 18 years old and you're like, I'm going to suck this guy for some money, all right? I, I, I'm not going to debate my my views on that or my, you know, my political leanings on that. But but the bottom line is this. You made a decision. You got paid for it. Can't be really that upset. There's a difference, though, between that and whether you're 12 or you're 18 or 20, for that matter, 25. And you do that and then you're paid and you take the money. I think one could argue there's there's something called duress and you're being paid under duress so that you accept something, some kind of compensation, and then you really can't have any issue. You really can't be upset. You really can't, you can't sue. You can't really do anything to the person because they paid you, you accepted it, and the act is consensual. But that's how they get away with this. They just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, and, and there aren't enough lawyers, there aren't enough prosecutors, there aren't enough police to deal with this. And besides, when police act like they do in Canada... And when the system seems to be run by these people like Brunel and Epstein and Maxwell, who was sentenced to multiple counts of sex trafficking just a few months ago, who also participated in the sexual encounters with Epstein, according to her accusers. You get people like this, there's there's not much you can there's not much you can do when they run everything. I mean, listen. It's like CNN producer accused of coaxing parents and underage girls into sexual training. CNN producer John Griffin was arrested by the FBI back in December. He was charged with inciting minors to engage in unlawful sexual activity at his Vermont property. He was using a facility of interstate commerce to lure minors and people claiming to be their parents to train them to be sexually subservient, according to the U.S. Attorney, uh, Attorney's Office, Attorney General's Office in Vermont. CNN producer, yes, he was a former Chris Cuomo staffer. Remember Chris Cuomo? Or what state his brother ran, New York? Remember Chris Cuomo? Chris Cuomo at CNN? Yeah, remember uh, Jeff Zucker? He just went down too for inappropriate sexual relationships. And then, of course, you've got all this news about the Playboy Mansion. I don't know if anybody's actually surprised about that. I, that's just stunning. Uh, Peter Nygaard, who wanted his girlfriend to have an abortion to use the fetus for stem cell research. Yes, drink the blood, liquefies the baby. This is who runs the world. And so, listen, tomorrow night we're going to talk about Canada. 
and I'm going to give you a perspective that's, I guarantee you, different than virtually every other perspective you're going to hear on it. It's a different perspective, and I can, I can summarize it right now pretty simply. And hopefully we're going to talk to some people from Canada tomorrow night on the show. Uh, here's the thing. With the suspension of Parliament and the confiscation under emergency powers of bank accounts and taking people's property just for, you know, I don't know, giving a cup of coffee, donating some money, some food, etc. There is no more Canada. People like uh, Trudeau, right? People like his deputy minister, his finance minister, Christia Freeland, whose grandfather was a literal Nazi, just like Klaus Schwab's family, literal Nazis, whose statements and and display of power are terrifyingly, brazenly, without any remorse or any emotion. And when you have people like this in positions of power, there isn't much you can do. You could protest, but, well, you see what happens when you protest. Listen, I'm not advocating for violence. I don't want violence. But I'm telling you, historically, that's the only way things change. That's not a call to violence. That's not encouragement to violence. I'm stating a historical fact. That's the only way things change. When emergencies are declared, they are never undeclared. Now, with the way that psychology is utilized today, they might come out and say in Canada in a few days, oh, well, the emergency's over. We cleaned up the threat. Go back to your lives. It's back to normal. Ah, now they got you because they said it's back to normal, but it's not. It's actually back to you can't do anything unless you have a shot. You can't do anything unless you're social distance. You can't do anything unless you wear a mask. The same kinds of restrictions that are preventing you from going to work and going to play and going to do the things you want to do, the things that they accuse the truckers of preventing the people of Ottawa and parts of Canada from doing. That is gaslighting on a level that you cannot comprehend. That is psychological warfare and behavioral psychology on a level that has never been unleashed on the public before. But we need to be careful because... We can't just sit and shoot from the hip and say, well, uh, everything is run by a pedophile, everything is the Illuminati, everything's satanic. Because that doesn't make any sense. We need to look at things in a more balanced and objective way. And again, tonight, Pluto conjuncts with the United States for the first time since July 4th, 1776. Two times, two times, two times, 222, 1776. You can obviously multiply it out further in doesn't equal 1776, but 248-year return of Pluto, destruction and rebirth, the symbolism of Pluto, of course, is identical to that of Valentine's Day last week and the Super Bowl, as we discussed exclusively here on The Secret Teachings. You did not get, I guarantee you, you did not get a better Super Bowl analysis than you did here on The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis. 
Pluto returns factors into Valentine's Day and the Super Bowl. Fall of the Roman Empire, symbolic fall of the British Empire, 2-22-2022. I don't necessarily think it's a positive thing, the fall of empire. I think it's the fall of man and the ongoing wars and the coming wars. This is destroying, demeaning, degrading, breaking down so that something can be built back on the ashes of the old world, all the legacy systems, replacing that with something new. And I think that a lot because, well, it's Tuesday, named after the god of war. And uh, there's multiple levels to this, but they all filter down and, and, and can be concentrated into there are people who are predators and there are people who are prey. And you can pray all you want for some divine salvation. It ain't going to come. I'm not going to sit here and tell you all about the positive porn and because Pluto's doing something, we're all saved. Yeah, because the universe and history don't work that way. You think that people with immense power, with immense swollen heads, people that are probably themselves terrified because they have their own masters, like Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum. Christia Freeland's also, by the way, on the board of trustees for the World Economic Forum. You don't think those people are worried this week or, I mean, as far as I understand it, the Pluto returns last for two years. You don't think they're looking at the stars and thinking, or do you think they're looking at the stars and thinking, oh, well, oh, oh no, this fall empires, we're going to lose our, our power and the people are going to win. No, um, they're looking at it and thinking, if that is what it symbolizes and represents, how can we distort this and twist this so it benefits us? No, they're using the astrological, astronomical alignments. They're using the numbers, they're using the symbols, they're using the sigils, and they're using all that positive love and light energy to further advance their agenda. It's like one thing after another. Everything is is an immense, immense deception. And we get confused over black and white, and we get confused over gay and straight, and we get confused over two genders or a thousand genders and transgenders and sexuals and whatever. And we get confused over, is Russia good, is Russia bad? And we get confused over, you know, the most basic, simplest things. But the reality is that those people who believe in the power of the stars and the heavens, those people that believe in the power of that unseen energy, whether you do or not, those people that believe in it are utilizing it to their benefit and to your detriment. And I'd say that we are heading into a time period that is unprecedented, but it's not. It doesn't matter what kind of machines and technologies, it doesn't matter what kind of psychological methods, newly derived or otherwise, are used in the population to coerce their conformity. At the end of the day, when all the dust settles, If you want 
a clear picture of the future. If you want to truly understand where the human race is going, all you need to do is imagine a boot stamping on the face of humans forever. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings, our Pluto show for Pluto Returns, and our addressing and analysis of Jean Brunel, the rapidity of the young population to identify as LGBTQ. If I were you, LGBTQ, I'd be very upset about the pedophilia. I'd be very upset about the degeneracy. I'd be very upset about the people demeaning your cause and your group to advance political agendas. I'd be really upset that people are using your confusion and your identity. Maybe you're proud and happy about it. They're using that to advance their political agendas, whether you have the same ones or not. I'd be very upset about that. I'd be upset if I were a parent and I heard that there was a they-them person sleeping with my five-year-old girl. I'd knock some teeth out. And, of course, Meta's global community development lead, caught by PCI predator catchers, turned on, very horny, he says, by a 13-year-old boy. Yes, because that is very, very, very progressive. You know what progressivism means? Progressivism means an organized plan society and everything that is done progresses toward that end what happens when you plan societies societies fail what happens when you intentionally collapse infrastructure society culture etc well infrastructure society culture etc collapse and then you can build back better on the ashes of the old world if you want a picture of the future imagine a boot stamping on the face of a human forever now, that's not dark. You might think it's dark. It's not dark. It's the realization of that that allows us to overcome it. Because there is no Pluto, there's no astrological alignment that's going to save us unless we understand it and we use it to our benefit. Unless we use the knowledge to our benefit, because that knowledge itself won't save us. We have to access it, utilize it, process it, and then perhaps we can save ourselves. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. I'm always trying to provide you with a completely unique and different perspective on some of the most hot topics of the day. And I hope that you appreciate my perspective. Please leave us a review on Apple or any other podcast platform. Check out our free archive, thesecretteachings.info. You can find it, Embed Player, RSS feed, or subscribe to the archive to get access to all the shows, all the montages, and my digital books. Buy my books separately on the website. I'd recommend the Technological Elixir tonight. And check out our Patreon page for behind-the-scenes content and more. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. It's to identity and beyond. Here on The Secret Teachings, we'll talk to you in the next broadcast. Time's up.